I'll show you a weird boater. <laughs> Welcome to Beer Plus Three. This is a special Beer Plus Three. Special. Coming to you this holiday season. We're right in that magical time between Christmas and New Year's. It's a boring week. And yes, my daughter's birthday. Oh, that's My tiny little tax write-off. And today we have with us a man in the room this time, not just far away. Rick. Oh, Rick, he's in the room. <laughs> Usually I'm mentally far away. We do have the Rick Defarian here. here. We're back together again, as only two men can be. There's several other positions, There's, too. Yeah, I was going to say there might be other. Also with us is Bree. Sup. And Bree, baby. Sup. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Dave is in the room, all the way Yay. from Swedenlandia. Hey. Land of white people. He's been removed from the iPad. That's why I always say Billingham is the second whitest place on the planet. Because <laughs> we have places like Sweden. This is your chair, but, by the way, when you're on the podcast. Oh, that is your iPad. chair, yes. So the, welcome to Beer right Plus Three, wow. and we're going to solve the go. world's problems That's one nice. beer uh, at a time if these motherfuckers would shut up and just let me finish Hey, the we're talking about Dave's chair. This is important shit. Squirrel. <laughs> the so, the Dave... <laughs> Dave, he's our special guest, and we're going to talk over him. Every we, he currently it. has a cone around his neck that extends out, so That's he won't get I distracted by anything else. Because I can't stop licking myself. <laughs> that is quite literally true. I've seen the man lick himself. He tried yoga for years, could never quite oh, reach shit. the tip. I, I mean, this is a joke, obviously, that it's hard to do on the radio, but I got my wife to try and put her elbows together. For like a good fifteen elbows, seconds. Elbows like together. Yep. Uh, oh. Can you put your elbows together? Sure. The, oh, the, the. Fifteen <laughs> seconds worth of good times. <laughs> then she realized what I was doing, and she's like, "Asshole." Oh, I get what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at the I know. <laughs> Eight years of marriage, and I still. I didn't my even wife get it super at first. I'm like, I can do it. What? Let's see how far you can keep your knees apart for fifteen seconds. <laughs> Anyway, so anyway, it's it's right now. This is the first time you and I have been on a podcast and physically present. That's You've true. been on it before. That's true. You've been on the iPad, so yeah, this That's is true. very cool. And then the last time that I was the last time that I was on the podcast physically yeah. in in the Northwest was uh, you didn't show up. I didn't show up. Nope. Yeah, Why he's been I on the up? physical podcast at least two or three times. The first time, I, Mike was there, and we talked mm-hmm. about we we even talked about my ex girlfriend. Have stuff you been like on that. twice? Yeah. You've been like. How did I miss both of them? Because you're a douchebag? I don't fucking know. I'm going to get you a hat that you can wear backwards. Why do you think I was we'll get so you a tribal tattoo you can put around you your arm? More than 10 minutes this right. time. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's why it hurt my feelings when you said that you loved your family more than us and couldn't play role playing <laughs> games with us today. We were like, I don't it's see not, my family enough. And I'm like, you see your family more than enough. Like I'm telling you. Not this. lately, but yeah, I, I yeah, understand. Yeah, lately's but, better. It's been better lately, hasn't no. it? <laughs> it's, no, it's it's changed no. a lot. But anyway, well, I Well, you got the that. new J-O-B. And, I know, you know. I don't want to talk about it. It's boring. <laughs> the important thing to remember, sure. Rick, is I'm just glad that you're here today. Because yeah. I'm, li- I'm living in the now. Yeah, that's right. I'm living in the now. Everything that happened in the past does not matter. That's right. Well, that's. <laughs> I wish that were true. <laughs> 
Is that why you're only drinking water today? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, Pretty much, um, yeah, because we're fucking funny. So for our podcast listener, we did Black Friday late. <laughs> we did. We, we saved Black Friday uh, for Dave. Yes. Yeah. Which was also. It was super fun. Yeah. We drank a lot of beer. We drank oh, a lot God, of beer, but a not lot. a lot of beer at the same time. Oh, I mean, no. he drank most I, of it. I drank probably way more than I should have. In yeah, fact, you did. I, some of it. You, made a, you made were pounding them. Yeah, you I know. Quite I, was, I mean, I'm usually a fast drinker. Dave can keep up with me, but you just like. Well, yeah, <laughs> both of us. We were like emptying our glass before you, and you still. I know. I was, like, I was always like one beer behind. Yeah. <laughs> but I did, I, I did play the dumpster yeah. again, as I always do. I went back through. But when we kind of slowed yeah, down and yeah. stopped, I emptied all the other beers. Oh, my and God. And drank some of them, but not the shitty ones. There was only, like, two good ones left and, like, three shitty ones. But we were, at least, we were at least drunk enough to really entertain our Lyft driver on the way Oh, home. my God. He loved us. He I'm did. sure I got, yeah, like, five stars out of that fucking ride. <laughs> yeah. He was laughing his Do ass they, off. Alan. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I still Alan, remember yeah. his name. Alan. Alan's yeah. a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, Alan. Fucking Carlos. Oh, Carlos. Carlos was in that grade. He was an artist. He's he just doesn't want to do. Like he's an, just uh, doing this he until looked one like of his... he just came from the dojo, and they <laughs> somehow sell crystals in the front. <laughs> I prefer I, when they sell crystal crystals out the back. He insists on uh, everyone calling him, you know, uh, uh, senpai. So you know, who knows? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I, I and, well, I started uh, actually requesting women Uber drivers in Mexico. I think you have to get closer to a microphone. Usually underpaid and all that, so I requested women after a while. I just kept requesting women because I want to support the women of Mexico more than I want to support the men of Mexico. So. I, I've come to really enjoy the whole rideshare roulette. You know, just yeah. you never you don't know what you're going to get. We don't, we don't have rideshare in Sweden, so really, well, because no. the unions are really strict, oh, and the taxi oh. union has pushed for legislation that keeps. Keeps rideshare from being a By thing. Way, I'm very pro union and stuff, but when it, when things like that happen and it kind of holds holds back, you know, I mean, that's just where things are going. Whether it's well, I'm not I'm not gonna. I think it's actually limited use in Stockholm, so I don't think that it's everywhere. But but it is really limited. But the thing is, is that you have to remember, is it's not. Like <laughs> they can only work between one a.m. and five a.m. That's it. <laughs> but the thing is, is that unions are a different are a different monster completely in Sweden because of yeah. the way that the government is set up. Yeah. Is that the unions and the government really do work hand in hand together to create a better place for workers, their citizens. Yeah. So so even if you don't have a union, or even if you're not in a job that has a union, there's yeah. a, there's a union for people that don't have a union. Yeah. And then and, and even you if you're not, you're boring, but you're boring job. <laughs> so, so the so the thing is, is that the union union negotiations are kind of baked into legislation anyway. Yeah. So like everybody gets five weeks of vacation off a year, regardless of where you work, because yeah. that's just the unions have worked the government worked it out with the government that everybody gets that. Right. And so, so every once in a while, yeah, of course the unions are going to be a little bit too uniony and be like, and maybe push out some 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 Lyft drivers and some Uber drivers, and that really sucks. Sure. Right. But unfortunately, you just have to figure out a way to work within the system in order to allow people to be entrepreneurial and things like that and, and to move into the newer technologies and newer, newer things. But you still you don't want to just crush the system because then you lose all these other things that you that might take for granted. Yeah. That well, I think one reason why, like in Mexico City, they, they ended up with Uber and all that is because the taxis became, started to become really unsafe, yeah. especially for women. 
And no. so, uh, they, in fact, I believe they even opened up a taxi service that was just women drivers. Yeah. Oh. The, the entire car is pink. So you can literally just get in. You can request that taxi and get in it, and it's going to be a woman. And yeah. Oh, and microbuses too, and the, and the bus, mm-hmm. bus system as well. So because it, it just became too unsafe for women. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, it was... Yeah, creepy. It's interesting. Man. Right. Min, interesting min idea. And it doesn't matter the country. Mexico is just one of many countries where men are creepy. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's creep is not so, creep is not a lo- no, locally the, based. I like, mean, there is a w- yeah. word for creep in every language. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. What is it? Radiohead made it big. <laughs> I'm, I'm a weirdo. weirdo. <laughs> What the hell am I doing here? Why do I have almost an empty beer? Oh, boy. You I'll guys, just take I cannot. I don't understand how you guys. I've never been able to drink the following day after drinking a lot of beer. That's because you're kind of Rick, a big bitch. Rick, Rick, Rick. <laughs> yes. I'm an alcoholic. Okay. It takes practice. <laughs> you say never because you've never done it before. It's only hard until it's you a do muscle. it. You've I just can't. I don't know. I don't know. You have to practice. I'll never forget. I think one of, one of the. I remember getting up in Portland. I think it was our first Portland trip with Jeff. Yeah, it was because it was Deschutes. And we all went back to Deschutes the morning after because people wanted to buy glasses or shirts or whatever yeah. And before we took off. And um, Jeff, like, pulled right up to the bar and ordered a beer. And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> fucking well, God, think about dude. Like, think about I it like this, at Rick. the fucking Mecca. I know. You, you don't expect me to just go there. Oh, and man. Think about it like this, Rick. The first time that you run a marathon, the next day you don't go out and run a 5K. Right. But the 70th time you run a marathon, then if you've been going out and running 5Ks through all the shitty times, you're like, yeah, 5K is great. And then you're like ready for a 10K. Okay. It's the same thing. Only three miles, roughly. <laughs> that is a description only a fat guy could tell. <laughs> that drinking is like running. It is. <laughs> well, it really building is. the tolerance to either one of them, I imagine, are, is similar. It's about process. intestinal fortitude. Yeah. You just have to push through the hard times, right? I yes, but quite I'm, literally your intestines. But see, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I look at it as if I were if I were doing if I were jogging, I would have the goal of I'm gonna be in better shape. But with the drinking, like what's the what's the thing on the horizon that I'm working toward? <laughs> Mental well being <laughs> yeah. and physical numbness. Being able to being being able to drink the next day. Like yeah. you can go out to you can go out to the bar and party on a Wednesday. We call it rallying for Thursday. a reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if you were even gonna rally this morning, let alone. No, have I'm a okay. Beer. I I almost never have hangovers. I didn't wake up this morning feeling too bad. My stomach's doing some weird shit. It's like I'm not. Well, the road's coming out here to help these guys. Oh man, the people in the back of the car, including the two ones that didn't drink yesterday, were like, "Oh god," because uh, (laughs) they were all. But I had the same thing happen to me on the way back from Portland. One of the trips Mm -hmm. was reading a book on my phone in the back seat, and all of a sudden I became horribly nauseous. So all these guys are reading or playing their tablets and shit. Yeah. Immediately get nauseous, of course. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, that's um. I, I think I think sitting in a car in that state is is a terrible, terrible idea. Well, the, the thing the thing is is that I mean it's only hard until you oh. do it. Yeah. So well, I've I've done that. I've been incredibly drunk sitting to, in a car. You have to, 
consistently do it. It's, okay. I mean, that's that's why it becomes harder to party when you get older. Not because you're getting older. It's because yeah. you get out of practice. You just, just don't do it as much. Yeah, yeah. Like you party every day when you're 20s and then you stop partying every day and then you won't try and do it one day and you're like, oh, my God, this is a mistake. I think, just just got a, I think I just have a, a low threshold for how much of that I need in my life, though. I think and that's see, what it is. You I just, just have to get over those hurdles. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you guys view these as opportunities. And stuff, bro. Well, how do you think pyramid schemes work? Come on. I'm a beer glass half full kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like literally. <laughs> I quite literally had one of the guys at work ask me about pyramid schemes and uh, whether I'd ever uh, uh, talked about Amway before. Oh, I'm like, God. <laughs> yeah, no. Jesus Bye-bye. Christ. Don't talk to me anymore. He's kind of a creepy dude. But whatever. Have you guys ever had any relatives get into that, like a, into Amway or anything oh, like I, that? Oh, I, I, I have. Um, um, hopefully, my yeah. he, they never listen to this, but I have a cousin who uh, is into hunting like Bigfoot, and he has a <laughs> podcast where he talks about uh, um, chasing aliens and ghosts. Who? He has, his business is ghost chasing. Can I, do you have really? A, That's yeah. it. I had, had no idea. Who is it? Who is it? It's my do cousin, Eric. Okay. All he's, right. he, no, he's actually a really nice guy, yeah. and he's super cool. Yeah. But, Thank you. Just a little uh, out there. Yeah, he's, right? he's slightly touched. He's, he's, he he's knows saying. that the truth is out there. He's just he does know the truth is out it. there, and he, he he will go to great lengths to let you know that the truth is out there. Yeah. He he did serve in the yeah. first Iraq War. Yeah. That's how old he is. So he's he's a but he's doing he's doing he's done pyramid schemes or Amway type things. Uh, no, I don't think he's ever done anything. Oh, okay. He's Smarter than that? Oh, um, <laughs> I do. I have a glass. He is. I mean, he, he somebody probably knows that shit exists, but you know. somebody probably told I him actually, that's the government's way of controlling. I people. actually had a friend. Yeah. A casual friend. We were in the SCA together. He yeah. actually made a fortune doing Amway. Like he was no shit. millions and millions. Oh, all you have of to dollars. do is be charming enough, not mention Amway, <laughs> and just sell your ass off. Yeah. And made, yeah, people buy an you. Abs- they don't made, buy fucking he made an the product. Absolute fortune. Yeah. yeah. Absolute fortune. Like he he made so much money that he bought property out in Ferndale. Um, he bought acres of property out in Ferndale with a big house. Yeah. And built a castle on his a small little castle in his backyard for SCA events. Wow. Like built it with concrete and everything because he had a whole shitload of disposable income from selling Amway. Yeah. That's like, insane. You I'm, buried the lead, though. What's SCA? I didn't know you were into that. The Satanic Church of America. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but when he first started, introduced me to it, that's what he said it was. And he's like, no, it's decided. I've been told that that is on the surface a medieval sort of like we all dress up and we relive the times. But yeah. underneath, it's all about like people fucking each oh, other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's lots of fucking going on. There. It's both. Okay. It yeah. Okay. It's, it's you know what? They used to <laughs> fuck in medieval times too. What? Oh. What? Oh, I need to see your research. And they did on not this. smell good. <laughs> and they still did it. <laughs> the 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 SCA. They lived um, with their own pigs. It's it is a, it's a society for creative anachronism. What it, when on the surface, what it is? It's a nonprofit organization. They research and recreate the Middle Ages as it could have been right. without all the rape and pillaging and peasants and things like that. <laughs> yeah. so well, every, a little bit. So everybody pretty much Mostly portrays or chooses a persona for themselves from yeah. the time period of the Middle Ages right. that is or was at least somebody that was wealthy or noble or something like that. They don't. Okay. And then. 
Are you guys still doing that over in Sweden? Yeah, actually, I'm the I'm the treasurer for our local group. Okay, so you're still doing that. Okay, I, I, I knew you were doing that like last year, year before. I don't, go, oh, to, the, I don't still... go to the events very often because I'm really busy, but I do the books for that for them. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, but uh, so the thing is, is that it really is very. I mean, it, it's people that are really interested in doing it, and so right. the only real requirement is that you're willing to dress up in period type clothing. It doesn't have to be made period; just lookish, right? You know, and be a relatively nice person. And they ban things like religion, and and some of the hor- some of the more divisive things of that time period, right? Um, like racism, right? Mm-hmm. And so. And then they partake in a, in a fake kingdom in yeah. their area where there's a he king and a queen, so and, they, and they fight. They 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 do heavy fighting with uh, rattan with rattan wood sticks and heavy armor and things to determine who's going to be the king and and the queen and things like that. And and so part Ooh, do of the it queens is, get up and fight too. They yeah. can absolutely. In fact, you can absolutely. have two queens or two kings. Yeah, yeah. Kind of want to join it's now. All, it's really inclusive. That's kind of sexy. And the and the thing is, is that you have the the aspect and like that's the the on the top layer, but underneath it, there's the people that are really into it historically. Okay. Like yeah. people that that are really into creating, sewing their own historical clothes from historical fabrics that use historical science techniques to brew beer or to make tools um, that study actual. Study actual fighting techniques from that time period. What I found, uh, just speaking of making beer and stuff, there's a you can get a medieval cookbook that is now being published again, and it's from like the 13 or 1400s. Wow! Oh, yeah, yeah, it's from like the the 14th or 15th century, and it's a cookbook done by uh, I think it's an English woman. Or an English man, I don't know which, but uh, yeah, no, it's an English woman because it's like this person's cookbook. Yeah, yeah. and she yeah. wrote everything down because mm-hmm. she was one of the wealthy That's ones cool. and wrote all the, the different and recipes down. And it's amazing how much saffron they used. So, <laughs> but, so, but there is there is a large aspect of it where people that aren't so interested in the in the arts and sciences part of it, the real historical yeah. uh, part of it, that just like to dress up as knights like and damsels. And get really drunk and fuck yep. the shit out of each other. Okay, so it's yeah. like the whole gamut. There's people who are really into the into the authenticity and, and history usually, of it. Usually, yeah. people get into it for the partying aspect yep. and stay yeah. in it because it is a really great community to be in. It's really inclusive. Yeah, it's it it is really educational, um, and so it and, and it is a lot of fun if you're if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah, and but it only represents white people medieval times, not no. anybody else. <laughs> That's actually not true. That's not true anymore. Oh, not anymore. Do so they have like Asians and they've actually they have uh, Mesoamericans. Actually, in the in the last in the last year, the corporate organization that runs the global nonprofit yeah. organization. Holy shit! Um, I had no idea about any is, of oh, what I, you're saying. They, right? I didn't realize how global changed, it was until he moved to Sweden. They changed yeah. the mission statement yeah. and the goals of the thing to be more inclusive of other civilizations that weren't necessarily Western Europe. Okay. So you can actually yeah. be. No, you that would be super be. fun. It'd be really interesting because you you have no, not the Aztecs, but the Mayans of that era are really interesting. That, so, and it still has to be from that time period, from about 500, 500 AD to about I don't Actually, know no, uh, up through the Victorian era outfits. Yeah. So, I mean, it still has to maybe not. I don't know exactly what it is, but from the Vikings, pretty much to the yeah. to the to the end of the Middle Ages. So, so, Jeff just made a comment about it being. You know about banning racism, but I think he was being kind of. So was there some sort of thing about not, or not, was it? Unspoken? It wasn't intentional. It was built to be inclusive, but people just didn't have the a real 
has developed a concept of what inclusivity let me, means. Let me, uh, let me just translate what he started. said, why people didn't think about it. <laughs> exactly. Is that they just didn't think about they it. They just and didn't now, think about anybody But else. now that inclusivity is, is a much more well-defined in, in many aspects of, the, of, of life, they yeah. have been... They have been slowly over time building that much more into the system where it's always been encouraged, okay. but now it's more codified. And it's yeah. massive. Yeah. They have in Pennsylvania, they have Pensick, which is a two-week war. Mm-hmm. And it's about 10,000 people. Yeah? Yeah. This yeah. is bizarre. So it's, it, it, essentially had... what it is is historical LARPing. Yeah. It, it, exactly. <laughs> it's really what it is. Exactly. <laughs> because I've been to one. I've only been to like the one event, but they have yeah. like this, and I, it was really interesting to watch. Yeah. They have like the, the fighting and jousting is really like official. So they have this crier that goes out and announces everything and mm-hmm. does all this stuff. And then they, they introduce the king and queen who have to come out and sit down in a certain spot. And then their, 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 their uh, carry-ons or whatever they called uh, their, uh, come out and sit down after them and yeah. but below them. And the, it, it was this the, whole pageant. Court, that just courtiers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hangers on is what I really wanted to say. That is, and, and the food is the food is authentic, prepared authentic. Because there are some people where that's their gig, like they really like to cook, and so they cook authentic medieval food and in, in, in that fashion using the tools that were available at the time. There are some people that are really into the clothing. A lot of people are into the clothing. Some people yeah. that make armor. The in the method of of what they had, the smiths. They're there are people that make tools and people that there's a there's a huge organization in Sweden of people that brew brew medieval That's like it's yeah. massive it's absolutely massive they must uh, brew a lot of mead as i assume because yeah. mead was the big thing mead, mead and, and, and like some and, and different ciders wines. and things yeah. and wines ciders and, yeah That's and awesome. i would i i, I want to if, if yeah. and when we go i want to i definitely want to try uh i want to meet some of these people and, and they, try their and brew. they have they have wars that would We're be talk, a super interesting like, yeah. podcast Pensick is yeah. a two-week war where you get in, everybody goes into their... What war are they recreating at that point? They don't recreate. They just they create just their own. Make like, in Sweden, we have a war, which is the Knäckebred War. And it's a war where one side says you butter it on top. That's one side says you butter your Knäckebred with the whole side. And the other said you butter it on the flat side. <laughs> and so they, and they oh fight about God. it. Over over a weekend, they have a war. Yeah. And then the winner gets to have their Knäckebred buttered that way bread. for the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> So Quite literally, Pensick, it's about buttering Pen, bread. Pensick is the one in Pennsylvania hey. that's two weeks Mm-mm. long, and it's and it's it like ten thousand. Just as much people. sense as any they other get, war. Yeah, they get like two hundred people on one side, two hundred people on the other side. The king of two different kingdoms yeah. is the is the leader. They determine a strategy the night before. They go out to beat the shit out of each other with sticks <laughs> in their armor. And, that's something I used to do when I was a get, kid anyway. And then they get and then and but they have fake castles and then they they have goals like this is the bridge war. So they have a fake bridge, and then yeah. the whole concept is to conquer the bridge and Capture see who the wins. Flags, really. Yeah, and then that's, and that's when great. you die, then you get taken out of the game for a while, and then you come back in, and as because you're reborn. <laughs> but but yeah. this time I'm a noble line, <laughs> and I shall yeah. destroy you all. It, it's massive, and it's not, and it's getting bigger, not smaller. Yeah. Yep. Well, that it's funny because my impression of what SCA was, I thought it was just like a very low key, like loosely nope. grouped, and not even it's close. Super, I had no idea. The people that no, are really huge. into it, huge, spend all their their time, their free time doing it. They meet two or three times a week doing different things. They take all their vacation, and then travel around the world to different events. Yeah, that's what they do on their vacation. Yeah. So they get pack all their stuff, and then they drive or fly or whatever to different events around the world for their vacation every year. Yeah. 
This is this the, is the part where I wish I was as, a documentary filmmaker because I'd love to make a documentary. And they do it. And they do it as couples. Should they do it as couples? So where they where they they met in the SCA and that's what they do together as a couple. Yeah. And then so a lot of like the kings and queens and things like that is that one of them fights and the other one is the consort. Yeah. And so whoever wins, their consort is then the king or queen of their reign. And they're usually married couples that have been together forever, and this is what they do with their free time. See, I, I really personally very fascinated with like little pockets of, of cultural things going on that mm-hmm. like maybe most people don't even realize are happening. Like yeah. And and I always find that kind of stuff really, really fascinating. Like the one that um and I, I can't stand the whole concept or the or the people in it, but that documentary I saw about Juggalos. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great documentary. Yeah, I know, and it's like the whole time I'm disgusted, Juggalos. but I'm also like simultaneously fascinated. It's Jugg- a, Juggalo, um, what's the same clown, yeah. clown posse? Is a yeah. band that ended up ga- uh, garnering some sort of for some reason an incredible following yeah. of mostly white trash folks <laughs> that yeah don't really fit yeah. in anywhere. It's like it's as yeah. if the state of Florida just follows this band around. But one of the, <laughs> really one of the, what it is. The thing is that the SCA community is really tight like if i yeah. went to say australia and i didn't know anybody and i just went there say i went there for business and i i could just get on to the sca site there said hey i'm sca from sweden yeah, yeah, yeah. um i don't know anybody here i'm here for business for a week i don't i i'm not going to be at work all the time is there anybody that can take me around town and then the sca community would then just set it up for you yeah you could they'd let you stay at their place and Everything. So it's kind of like it's being super, Filipinos. It's super. They're super connected globally. Yeah, we had, got um, Filipino. Jet. There was a gentleman. I didn't there was hear a it. gentleman that died in. I think he was from California. Mm-hmm. He died in a jousting event. Um, and there was like a global, glo- like no, actual he, jousting. That shit's dangerous. Well, it, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that one of the safety measures failed. Oh. And he ended up getting hit so hard that he died. No. And there was a globe, global mourning in the community. Like, it was everywhere in the community wow. That, wow. that he had died because he, was, he had been around for 20 years. And everybody knew who he was. He was super nice and really inclusive. And he had yeah. brought so many people into the game. And, and then when he died, it was, it was really global mourning because everybody knew this guy from California. Yeah. So a, a friend of mine... And actually, uh, the movie that you like, what's the, um, the movie The Knight's Tale? They actually hired some SEA guys yeah. uh, because of the oh, jousting cool. and the different things. <laughs> they hired SEA guys, and actually one of them got hurt during the, one of the joustings. I don't know if the jousters were SEA, but mm-hmm. the, like, some of the people that were training, like the, the pit fighting and things, those were all SEA people that were involved in the movie. So yeah, just a little tidbit there, which is yeah. a great movie, by the way. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's an absolutely incredible global community. Everybody's really friendly. Almost everybody speaks English because it's that it started in the U.S. Yeah. Um, and and it's the like only the, good thing to come out of the U.S. in many years. But the U.S. <laughs> the U.S. has like five or six kingdoms. Uh, Europe's got like one or two. Yeah. Um, now I really want to. I'm curious. Got a couple. Yeah, I'm really curious of, of like if there's any maybe in Asia or do they have their own kind of style of thing or. Yeah, anything? Uh, I don't know about South America. I know South Africa has an organization. They're actually in the kingdom with Europe because they're they're isolated um, from the, the. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there's a lot of uh, uh, African tribes that are going to be like, oh yeah, let's join the SEA. 
Yeah. That's, that sounds like a great idea. Let's act like white people from 300 years ago. <laughs> oh, Woo! No, no. <laughs> yeah. if, if ever they're going to be fans of white people from any period of history, it's probably not the ones 300 years ago. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably not so much. Probably. Probably going to skip those But if they could do ones. their own culture, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Spaniards? Yeah, yeah. That would, be, that would actually be I cool bet there's probably some it. in Spain. You never know. Yeah. Why but not? The, but, so that's the... Uh, yeah, that's that's, that's really really eye opening. I'm not kidding. That maybe um, like I mean, it was like ten minutes talking about that. But that's I've I had no clue how how widespread or how yeah, it's or huge. How, yeah, it's huge. Um, it's slightly smaller, I think, than the LARPing community. I, I the literally world. pictured LARPers it. are everywhere now. Yeah, yeah and they're quite literally everywhere. There's not a country you go to that doesn't have a LARPing community. Yeah, it's but the, insane. Yeah, one of the big differences between LARPing and and SCA is that. A lot of the people that are LARPing are doing it for the fun aspect, whereas the SA has a very, very yeah. serious educational purpose. Like, yeah. they're a nonprofit oh. educational society. Like, that's the definition. Don't. Don't. Just taking care of a baby. That's Give the definition of the society is it's an educational society. So, and that's, I think that's the biggest difference between LARPing and not, is that LARP, LARPers will, will do the things that are fun and easy and that fit with their persona and all these other kinds, and they have lots right. of things that aren't real or weren't real, whereas SCA people, they will, they, will, they will go to museums and they will make sketches of old costumes and then they will recreate them mm -hmm. at home using yeah. the techniques and fabrics from the time Absolutely. period. So you got, yeah, did you change cool. your name just for the community or do you use your own name? I changed my name. Yeah, that, that Sigmar... Ulfson. <laughs> not Ulfson. I am Sigmar. Who is this Ulfson? And why do I not know him? I am. Uh, uh, I am the the uh, only reason I would be interested in like any. I'm a, I'm a. I'm a. A warrior of. I am Ulf's son, mm -hmm. and I'm a warrior. I think is what it means. It's actually yeah. I got it from a from a runestone. That they discovered in in Sweden, yeah, which that, I can't wait to see all. And I, it's somewhat com, it's so, somewhat contrived. I'll spend ten minutes in every single fucking one of them. Was a, is an actual name from that they found on a runestone mm -hmm. in Scandinavia, and Olsen oh, cool. is a very common, yeah, very common name. So my SCA well, name is Sigmar Ulfsson. Yeah, the one thing I love about the historical aspect of these countries, especially like Sweden or even like Mexico, is uh, I went. You can go to Mexico to one of the ancient cities and take a picture of a mural that is still there after five, six, seven, eight hundred years, right. and it's still all the colors are there and everything. And then I can do the same fucking thing in his country, or his country. Yeah, it's basically your country now. Yeah. Um, in it Sweden, is, yeah. and take a picture of something that is still carved and is still standing yeah. from that mm. same era, but across the world. And I, I love history, and it just fucking yeah. blows my mind we, that I can do that. I wanted to backtrack just a little bit, though. Are do you, with If you create this persona for SCA, do you actually document things about this persona, or is it just something you carry around in your uh, head? You, you create... Uh, you create a... a you create the persona that you want to have. So well, somebody logs all the information. Right. You you register yeah, with the, you register your persona, yeah. and you can have a house a house device and things like that, and you yeah, build yeah. the persona that you want. Yeah. So I'm from the I'm my persona is from the Viking era, Scandinavian Viking era, right. as opposed to the Finnish or the Russian Viking era um, from that time period. So my clothes and my um, all my other accoutrements, my my care my um, uh, Tent and things like that. I don't have them, but if I were to develop them, then I would I would make them in the style of that time period. Right. Um, and then I would build that. 
Uh, speaking of that time period, I just recently watched uh, Norsemen. It's on Netflix, and it's a uh, I think a Nor- oh, Norwegian yeah. show. It's absolutely hilarious. But one of the characters they're just about to go on a raid. One of the characters comes out with horns on his helmet, and they're going, and the rest of them are like, "What is that? Those are horns. Why do you have horns? Well, it's a it's a uh, you know aesthetic choice. <laughs> but that looks dumb." Why would you have horns? <laughs> Does it is it hard to move your head around? <laughs> this is absolutely hilarious. It's a good show. Speaking of creative anachronism. Yeah. But Nathaniel has a different name? No. He and Sarah don't play. Ah, I thought They don't play that. They they have. They they tried it because I asked them to and then but they but He they, looks very oh. cute. Oh yeah, he looks cute in everything. That's so. very true. That's very true. The one thing, the reason I bring up the LARP thing is that there's whole, especially in Europe, uh, for some reason, a lot in Eastern Europe, they have these whole communities mm-hmm. that will gather in these one places. Like somebody will own a yeah. chateau and just rent it out to these people like two or three times a year, and they run entire events over days. Yeah. And it's like, it's almost like one of those mystery dinners, but it's like intrigue in the vampire court of whatever. And it's really, it just sounds so fascinating to me. And I would love to like volunteer for one of these things just to see how it fucking goes. There's a place in Eastern Europe that uh, rented out like a a big warehouse block or it was like a uh, old... Uh, and it's all completely abandoned, but it's like you want part of it used to be a factory and then a warehouse, and they do like this post apocalyptic, you know, and, whole thing. And they thing take it really too. seriously. They do, they super take it seriously. Yeah. And it, that's, I'm just fascinated by that, and I would love to see that. There is a documentary on maybe Netflix, I can't remember what. There is a documentary about the Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah. That I ended up uh, garnering at some point. I haven't watched it yet, but it looks really interesting. Yeah. And the, the, yeah, the whole LARPing community, especially in Europe, is just gargantuan. Mm-hmm. And it's all over the world, too, which I find kind of fascinating yeah. as well. Scooch to the booch. Welcome back, right. uh, um, Rick Defarian. I, I had to you're, step you're, out. You, to, you had to step out to, you know, you know to use that same litter box that I did. <laughs> it clumps really well. It does. I'm really impressed with it, actually. I was, yeah. uh, was going to find out. Yeah, I know. I know. I was impressed with the cat litter, so <laughs> it's got to be done. Actually, I'm really impressed with the fact that last time I was here was before Bree was pregnant, and the house was very, uh, like, cluttered. Different? Yes. Filled with a lot of boxes and things like that. You guys have done a pretty pretty damn good job. I mean, the Three bathroom. Three maternity leave. That's what that yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. So you, that they was... finally moved in. Yeah. <laughs> you guys you guys have a, a picture of a of a giant eyeball over your toilet, which makes me feel like I'm being watched. <laughs> yeah, that was you, that was you my are. if you look in the eyeball you'll see there's a there's a skull staring through the pupil back at you. Oh creepy. And oh, yeah, it's Fran an Escher? It's an Escher. Brandon's uh, favorite. And oh, I didn't I moved recognize it. And I didn't know where else to put it, so it went right over the toilet. <laughs> nice. See, I was sitting on the toilet looking across, so I didn't see that at all. <laughs> but yes, nice job on your house, though. It's really, it's Thank really, you. I remember the last time seemed like, uh, yeah, it just seemed like you were still moving in or something. Yeah, in our bathroom, we just have instructions on wipe your ass, folks. Oh, yeah, that's great. It's my favorite R crumb thing. You know, I have. I have in yeah. my bathroom. What do you have in your bathroom? Toilet paper and towels and soap. Yeah. <laughs> I do not decorate my bathroom. Why? Because people shit in there. Well, what are you gonna do while you're shitting? You gotta look at stuff. Yeah, you gotta feel like. I've got shampoo bottles for people that don't have cell phones, and then cell phones. Yeah. Shampoo bottles. So it's the instructions of wipe your ass. Yeah, that's the reason I put it in there because of my daughter and her friends. <laughs> okay. Are they stinky booties? <laughs> 
the kids are nasty, stinky, stinky creatures. All the stinky booties. Stinky booties. I still have a hard time I've getting been, my daughter to just I, I flush would the re- toilet. I would recommend... At least she wipes now, which is good. I would recommend uh, the... Now w- she just needs to learn to flush the toilet. I would recommend the wet wipes, but Adam ruined those for oh, me. Oh, I know. Adam ruins everything. He ruins everything. Oh, what did, it, well, how did Adam ruin the... Uh, Apparently, they are extremely bad on the whole... The whole um, plumbing they system is not meant for that kind of stuff. Yeah, and they right. don't disintegrate. So that's no, why we're sending throw, more and more of that stuff down. Don't use them if you're not going to flush them. Well... Oh no, yeah. no. I don't want shit in my house. <laughs> Ew. But you do no. not flush you do not flush them. They do make white wipes that they are flushable. But they're yeah. still they still they don't, don't they don't do it. They no, still and they fuck up the septi- yep. septic system that, or what was that called? The the if shit it's not to- that they toilet have. paper is made to disintegrate. <sighs> yeah. So yeah. don't use any Yes, that's what we really need is Japanese toilets. Poop pee I, I think Blood that or yeah I think that I think people just sort of assume they should be putting them in there and well, so that's what they're happens. advertised as flushable. But they are oh, you're right. They're yeah, 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 they're advertised. They are advertised that way. I didn't even know that was a thing until I watched Adam ruins everything. Then I found some in my parents' bathroom. I'm like. Do people really have a hard time wiping their ass? They need to baby wipe their ass. I don't know. Yes, I don't think that's necessarily the the really. I think my wife has it. You just need a Japanese toilet. It does everything. Not only does the seat warm, if you like that. I don't like that because it makes me feel like somebody else sat there, and I'm now my butt's now touching their butt. Touch. But but they 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 spray up, and then they they will dry you off. They do everything. They do everything. They make it nice and clean. Yeah, but how, it's it my goal like in life to not only have the shower that I had in the uh, the the hotel this morning, but also have a, a Japanese toilet. But wouldn't it have to spray kind of hard to get? I mean, does it just <laughs> right That's up in there? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like a seltzer bottle. <laughs> to Japan yeah. and say, I, I, why don't we have this? It's yeah. stupid. Why don't we have this? Um, there was a, I, what was the reason? I heard a really good explanation about that once and it was it had nothing to do with like typically in America when we're behind or doing something completely different from the rest of the world is because some business has an interest in keeping things that way and I cannot remember right now. I think it had a lot to do with the It's the Bobrick, that, isn't it? Well, it's Bob the, I don't think the plumbing it is set up all to, handle, to, to handle Bob all of that. <laughs> yeah, but the, I, how do you get the water? Where's the water coming from that that goes? It's, it came from but the tank. The, and that's clean water. Okay, maybe the I'm tank, wrong about clean that. Water. I mean, don't put one of those little droppy things in and then have that. <laughs> you don't want that blue shit up your asshole. <laughs> Otherwise, your whole little taint will like everything down there's just blue. Why does your ass smell spring fresh? (laughs) You're so sparkly. (laughs) Oh my god! No, they're they're not three grand. You can you can get the seats for like two or three or four hundred dollars. Yeah. The whole toilet, yeah, is is somewhere between like a um, eight hundred to fifteen hundred dollars. Do they require electricity? Um, they some that of them might do, be some of them was. don't. That might be what it is. Um, something something about the way American homes have been made, because with the assumption that it was just going to be the kind of because we like we to shit where we clean ourselves. I well, never understood that. I, I want a throne room. I want a room separate where I clean myself, and then another room where I unclean myself. There's a lot of newer. Go to the room where I clean myself. A lot of newer houses that we've looked at over the well back when we were looking for homes would. Um, Tend to like separate the toilet now from the. Oh, from back the, in the forties? Yeah. No, no, no. There's it's like a trendy <laughs> thing now. Is like the, it'll be a separate little area in the bathroom with mm-hmm. like a closable door. 
Yeah. So it's it's what you're talking it about. It is nice. That's yeah. how it should be. Well, why do yeah. you have to separate yeah. them so far? I mean, your nasty bits and your naughty bits are really close together. Well, because anyway. for a master ba- bathroom, your wife Sometimes might be they're in there. Interchangeable. Your wife might be in there brushing her teeth or putting on makeup, and she doesn't. And then want you us. flush the toilet after you get done shitting, and that those particles go all like over her apartment? fucking nastiness. They have that, you know, they, they door, yeah. but then come on the door and they have a sauna. <laughs> a sauna? That, that was the master bathroom. It was three doors. One door takes you to the shower. One door takes to, to, to you to the toilet. Yeah. And the other door takes you to the sauna. And in the middle was the washroom. Yeah. Was that amazing? Buddy? Chef and DM. DM. No I, wonder uh, you married him. <laughs> I choose not to do stuff in the bathroom when my wife's in there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like to be in the bathroom. I don't when my either. There. It's like That's... a kitchen. I don't like to be in the kitchen when my wife's there either. Yeah. I don't like. Do you guys get bitched at for being in the bathroom too long? No. 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 You don't. You don't get bitched at. You never gripe at him for being in the bathroom too long. No. And you don't either. No. Okay. I guess Just I'm a freak. You. <laughs> Super freaking well, or super s- rickin'. How long do you spend it. in the bathroom? Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem. However long it takes. So you mean <laughs> it X-Lax or some Metamucil to help speed that process along, obviously. Well, I mean, oh, I was thinking he's just like searching though. around for the lotion. Then he doesn't like to use the toilet paper to catch everything. So he has that special sock that every once in a while gets put in the laundry. <laughs> Yeah, given yeah. this a little little thought, I take it. <laughs> thought? Oh, mm. oh, you thought I was talking about you. Sorry. You've never <laughs> had a happy sock. You've never had a happy sock, Rick. <laughs> happy sock, sock. Yeah. like a sock that receives the ejaculate from when you <laughs> masturbate. Yes, if you haven't fucked a sock monkey, you I, don't what you know what you're missing. When I was younger, <laughs> I, I, I didn't have a favorite though. I mean, that wasn't really? like the. <laughs> So what you would rotate socks? socks? Yeah. How many socks did you calculate into when you were little? Sock monkey. Well, I think the yeah, idea is there you, he would, is. you would walk. <laughs> Every time I get a boner looking at one. Yeah. I mean, that's for Leah. It's full of catnip. This is a... Oh. A, no, oh. I wouldn't fuck that sock monkey. Mm. I would not fuck a catnip monkey. <laughs> a catnip sock monkey. No, because then you get some of the catnip on you, and then those, then those fuckers won't. Well. Yeah, then it's like fucking having the peanut butter on your dick all over again, but much worse because that shit's rough. Yeah, oh, man, it's horrible. But yeah, so, so, so a favorite would, sock. You would use different socks. Why would you reuse? It wasn't. I don't. I'm not following something here. You guys are gonna have to explain something to me because I'm not understanding it. You would. You would want to buy a monkey. <laughs> you would use a sock, and then I'm assuming just let it sit there and then yeah. reuse it next time. Of course. Why? Okay. No, well, I guess we're not on the same page with that one. Do hey, do hey. Do here's my motto: Use it till it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe once more. Just for the experience. Actually, you know what I found out the other day recently? I've, I'm going to share this with you. I've always had the ability to ejaculate or orgasm without ejaculating. Oh, I knew someone who could do that. You know why? Is because there's a condition that's not harmful in any way where your ejaculate actually backs up into the system as opposed to coming out. I it's guess. Like I up what? I get, yeah. I have never heard. Okay, we're back to. He's, he's explained this to me before. But I, I can. I, I've I, never I can, heard I can it. orgasm. You know what? Without ejaculating. I still don't care. <laughs> like I can full on <laughs> orgasm without ejaculating. I, I was. If I, I was if less. I, con- if that I would. That would be convenient. If I pay thing. attention to what I'm doing. I mean, if I just let it go, then it's just going to work. I, I was less confused. By then the, I call him Elsa. By the wank sock. 
concept in this. I'm not wank following. So. You're, you're still I, at the wank sock, aren't you? Well, a little bit, but I'm still. I'm still trying to, really. I'm trying to you want to buy a monkey? I'm <laughs> Imagine being able to masturbate to yeah. completion yeah. without needing a sock to catch everything because nothing happens. But that, that does that count? I'm glad Absolutely I don't have this problem. Counts. Okay. What? I don't have this problem. This is a great problem <laughs> no. to have. But yeah, it's absolutely a great problem it counts. <laughs> it feels I, exactly the same, and it's just as relieving, and it's every—it's exactly everything without the emission. Okay. But what do you do? You feel something happen, or does yeah, it? It feels exactly. It, there's no difference between one and the other. Yeah. It's just one has an emission and one doesn't. Okay. So it's like one is messy and one is not messy. Okay. It feels like you would be sort of missing something there. There's I'm not... nothing. There, you're missing having to clean. So how physically does that? How I mean, is this something you do on purpose or just happens on accident? I, or? You do it, the first couple times it happened on accident because I didn't realize what was going on. But then you learn to control it. And what it is is that your system allows it to back up into into the uh, it, it backs a up a third nutsack. <laughs> no, is it goes through and then it acts up. I think it goes into your bladder or something. And we're sure that somewhere. this isn't having the same effect on your system as the flushable wipes are having on the plumbing. A right? dam it's not slowly like, building. Yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly, someday, it'll rupture. It's boom. I you've mean, been split. It's entirely creating... possible that a golden shower for me could get you pregnant, but I don't know. I'm, I'm picturing more of like a Spoogeberg building up. You know, that has no. to be broken. I mean, I guess, yeah, if you don't pee twice a day. Does that? Or three times a day. Uh, like I don't know how how long between your peas? I'm like usually about fifteen minutes nowadays. <laughs> I'm fifty. Nowadays. I'm like, fifty. Bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> but anyway, but I'm wearing beanie pads right now. Some girls actually find it really hot that I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, like it turns them on. Okay. I just this is like a uh, as no that was it we're I'm out just, of beer I'm just thrown off by the uh, whole there's concept. there's Black Butte well I'll take one Black oh I guess Porter. I guess we should at least document what we're drinking although I think none of these are new to the podcast right no. not one yeah Donkey Shane so we got the darling Donkey Shane Kitty the Black Raven Kitty Cat Kitty Blues, Cat Blues. we have two we Black Ravens the Kitty Cat Blues and the Coco Porter with Coco Jones is what we drank. Last night when we got back to the hotel. Oh, well, let's, my you know name's what? Ice Cream Jones, and I'm going to deliver my ice cream cones. I don't know about you guys. I, th- I feel like last night was like one of the best Black Fridays we've had as far as I kept feeling like we were hitting all these. I mean, we had a few duds in there. Well, that's because there was great three or four. beer and there was yeah. a lot less people. There was a lot of great beer. And and I, yeah. There was a lot less people. And, and I was and, there. And Dave yeah, was there. That's true. Maybe Dave just made it. That may have been better. why there was less people. But <laughs> on, Dave on. makes it more. Dave makes it more oh, fun to get oh, drunk. I th- yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. It's true. Um, Dave's what we well, call an enabler. The Dave yeah. ratio does determine how right. fun it is to get drunk. Right. It's true. There's a ratio of Dave. That's right. <laughs> when he's the... just on our screen, it's still fun. Right. It's not as fun as when he's actually. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. That's the yeah, mostly because I can't fall asleep prematurely. I have, I have a Swedish question for you. What Swedish s question for you? Okay, mm. you've been there what seven years now? You've been there about yeah. seven years. Yeah, I moved there so in 2012. People have been speaking English to you in Swedish. Do you ever, ever find yourself saying English words back with a slight accent, just like once in a while, like, oh, why did oh. I say it like that? Well, yeah. my English is now accented. Yeah. yeah, you can't tell. Look, it's very, yeah. it's very, no. just I'm very definitely accented. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do not speak English. I, in fact, interestingly enough, I took a, I took a, a test to see where my accent was from. 
Yeah. And it was actually a fairly accurate test, at least as far as I know, the people that had taken it. Yeah. And my from my, ac- my accent has shifted from being from Pacific Northwest, yeah. where there really is no accent. Like, that's the accent of the of the Pacific Northwest is no accent. Yeah, that's what I've My heard. accent has actually shifted south to around Fresno. Yep. So, Fucking Fresno. I knew I hated you. I know. You. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I actually speak English with an that's accent delicious. now all the time. Yeah. I can't believe you can't hear it, Jeff. It's... It's on, I on. really can't really hear it. I, maybe because I've known Dave for a long time, and he, he just still sounds like Dave. Soft C's, long A's, very strong T's. I do have strong T's. I, he, I've always <laughs> no, noticed. Your I've tees. seen your T's. Always noticed. They're your extremely tees. strong. Well, it's better than having strong and noise. Yeah. <laughs> strong A's. You mean? Oh, my English is really bad now. Oh, mine's always been bad. And I don't it, read enough. When I go to Mexico; I, it's even worse. I don't read enough to keep my vocabulary on point. So. Yeah. My my English is actually really quite bad. Yeah. Are, are, so are you able to get around like in Swedish now? I mean, do you do you mm. ever do it or do you? I, I I can. I mean, I could if I if I wanted to pretend like I were a tourist or something. I could get yeah. everything that I need and I could <laughs> I could speak to people in basic conversation and things like that. Yeah. But there's only like 10 million people there, so everyone knows each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And in the whole country, yeah. 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 So super tiny. It's not really. I mean, it's. Have you have you ever? Do you know any other languages, or was this is this your first? I used real to know exposure? French. Okay, yeah, but I didn't. I haven't spoken it since I was in Africa. So all right, so it's not that new to you. The whole concept of picking up. No, other, yeah. I'm not good with languages at all. Yeah, but I never. I never have. I never have to speak English. Um, every once in a while, when I'm speaking with Nathan's friends, I'll have to have him translate for me because his friends don't speak English yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's about it. I mean, my work is all in English, and we speak English in the home, and everybody speaks English out in the world. So yeah, Sweden. I have a couple friends in Sweden, and it's it's um, um when I have friends from other countries, you can tell they're from other countries by the way they they write things. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, okay, I get what you're saying, but that was a little weird the way you worded it. Swedish yeah. friends always it feels like I'm talking to someone from the U.S. Right. Because well, they just they, the English is like rock solid. In fact, I routinely get my ass handed to me in words with friends in English with one of my Swedish friends, mm-hmm. and that that one always hurts a little bit. I'm like, well, that's su- not fair. S- Sweden is the is the best English speaking country that isn't native English speaking. I would believe that. Yeah, I would yeah. totally believe that. So, yep. So the uh, native English speaking countries where English is the official language or the primary language of everyone. Speak better English, but Sweden is the is the best English as a second language country in the world. Yeah, yeah. So and but so they you, but they teach English from third grade on to yeah. on to graduating from high school. Yeah, which is really where you should yeah. start in the beginning. Yeah. So typically, walking around in Sweden, would you hear people Please. speaking English or Swedish? I mean, if is I'm it... in Stockholm, I hear people speaking English all the time. If I'm oh. in Vesteros, where I live, it's all Swedish. Oh, wow, interesting. I would have assumed you wouldn't you wouldn't hear much English at all. No, in in Stockholm, everybody speaks English, and they most of them speak English to each other because yeah, there's so many people that speak English. I mean the Especially where I work, I work in right the downtown central Stockholm, where I mean it's all it's banks and financial institutions, and that's the language of business for that. So oh, everybody yeah. at my work, everybody at my work speaks English. So, I mean that's how, it's the language that we do business in. Yeah. I mean I I do have to read read Swedish and things in internal emails and things because of course people are going to use the language that's most familiar. Right. But everything official is in English. So. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. So Sweden's really a truly like bilingual country. It's not that they learned yeah. Swedish and then English came along in high school. No. 
Everybody speaks side by English side. and Swedish and a third language. Well, it's funny because that. uh, that's uh, like my wife um, and many of her classmates went, uh, took English really young. Yeah. Yeah. When they're in kindergarten idea, and yeah. stuff, like um, uh, you met Adela. Um, she went to a French school. My buddy uh, Pablo, who speaks like three or four languages, went to a French school. So he spoke French yeah. and Spanish from a very young age. Those are all the private schools, of course, in Mexico City. But yeah. Everybody speaks, learns Swedish, of course, at home and in school. And then starting third grade, everybody takes English all the way through till they graduate high school. Yeah. And then once they get into high school, they also have to take a third language. Oh, wow. So, like, my wife took Spanish. Yeah. But a lot of people will take German. Um, so. Yeah, this but, lazy bastard. I think, I th- I've, I've always thought that the whole, um, the, the, one of the problems in the, not, a, I don't know if it's a problem, but it would be nice to see it addressed in the U.S. as if we had a, a bigger emphasis on learning another language. And I know a lot of people look at that and go, well, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Most other countries speak English. But. It's like the, you know, even if you just study it for a few years, you, you start to get that sense of, um, and I think, I don't know if I've ever described this on the podcast before. I was really fascinated with this when I was younger. The idea that your brain starts to dissociate, like, the word tree with that thing, mm-hmm. and your brain starts to suddenly, like, pull that whole concept apart of that word is that thing. No, it's actually sometimes this word. You know what I mean? And it's like you've got these two separate sets of of words and it's almost like you're seeing it from two different angles. It's I can't even, I can't that's the best I can describe it. But I remember after studying French in in high school for a couple of years that it, I started to have that sense of this is weird. It's like you're you're seeing it from a dimension that you didn't that you've never been asked to see it from. And that's actually I hate this beer. Uh-oh. We there's have a beer objection. <laughs> yeah, I know there's a distinct I, coconut. I keep drinking. I'm like, why? Is this coconut? What the fuck is wrong with this beer? And then I'm like, you know what? This tastes like coconut. I, no, no. And I finally check the can. And now that I'm a three-fourths of the way through, I'm like, yeah, toasted coconut. Fuck this beer. <laughs> but uh, I hate coconut with a passion. <laughs> what you're saying is really true, and that's one of the Spicy things branded. One of the things about, uh, like, but Nathan speaks two mother <laughs> languages. <laughs> Both right. Swedish and English are his primary language. Right. And so for him, it's really interesting to see because he doesn't speak two languages. He speaks one language that has twice as many words yeah, yeah. and two different sets of rules depending on the situation. So he would never actually have that effect if he learned another language because he's already Because he's he already has it. that yeah. as his and as I, his primary language function already includes that yeah. concept. And I was going to say the reason I think this is important is because I, I really do feel like it opens up some part of your brain that is dormant until you start to get that effect. So even like if you don't learn another language, if, at least if you're exposed to that for a little while, mm-hmm. like you live in like you live in another country and you and you deal with it or you know like even though you're not speaking Swedish, you know just to have that effect of uh, I think it I don't know, it's weird. I I've, I've always wondered if if we're not missing something in the US by not emphasizing that more. We're always so. if, if you're missing knowledge, yes, you're missing something. And it, and it goes. Back, it actually <laughs> but, goes a lot a lot further than that, especially for people that have two primary languages. I did quite a bit of looking on, into the the topic when Nathan was growing up. Is that when he speaks Swinglish, as the case may be, Swedish and English mixed, he does them both while he does them both by following the correct rules of both languages at all times. So he actually has taken oh, two yeah. separate languages cool. and has, has incorporated them into one language that is not. That is um, consistent with each other. Right. You know who's an entire people that did that extremely well? India. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. If you watch an Indian movie or even some Indian commercials or anything like that, like half of it is in English. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they will just insert that. And I hear it at work because we have several people from India at work. And while they're talking, they just like insert English. Boom, 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 boom. But yeah. it's, it's, it flows so well with the language that they're speaking. Well, it's actually fascinating. I've dealt with a lot of the um, tech support at my former job with, uh, with people in, in India. And the thing that always struck me was that they had really heavy accents. But the grammar, the English grammar, was like right on mm-hmm. always, and it's like you know that's a weird combo. It's like you really sound like you're not a native English speaker at all, but you've got it. It's like it's it's all really solid. So yeah, that's probably another really good example, like Sweden, of of a place where they're you know mm-hmm. they've really incorporated. The well, they were forced to, but they, they were really incorporated. But they've kept. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing is they've kept it there and to their benefit because now they have things like call because centers and. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, they, yeah. Speak, they, they speak typically yep. Punjabi at home, mm-hmm. and they learn English and they speak English at school because the school is still the English system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they speak both as a primary language, just like Nathan does English and Swedish. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, I don't know Spanish perfectly. I I can get around Mexico. Um, Mexico City is a pain in my ass because they they don't even speak Spanish, but <laughs> they speak in Mexico City. <laughs> but uh, um, but I've noticed that the more words I learn and yeah. things like that, I mistake them for the English ones. So like when I'm at work, I'll be oh. like asking for a vaso, or I'll be yeah. asking for you know something that people are like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Yeah, that's and funny. I don't really know because well, I'm uh, my brain doesn't have that dissociative kind of thing where I think it is two things. It's just that one thing, and it's whatever word I can remember at that yeah. point. Yeah. I don't have those little boxes in my brain, because my brain's fucking scattered to begin with. So I'm just like, I don't even know the word in English half the time. So if I can remember it in Spanish, I'm going to use that shit. At least you're halfway there with somebody might understand. See, the only way I'm going to learn Spanish really, really well is if I am really senile in English. <laughs> That's the only thing Does I can think of. Well, here? I hate to be a party pooper, but we got to do our final thoughts now because oh, my time is coming beer, up. But I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> you can get more beer. I know, but I'll wait. Listen, I know, I know Dave's irritated by the fact that I can't be here for the, for the game. But I'm always irritated by that. But Look you know. at it this way. I'm actually taking... When you're a bitch, you're a bitch till the end <laughs> from your first podcast to Dave's leaving day. <laughs> That's just no, mean. You guys are just mean. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, little bitch. Oh man, is that better than a big bitch? No, he's a big bitch. Is little is little bitch better he's than a big, big bitch? He's a big old bitch. Look at, yeah, or is see, it like calling somebody bitch, that's big bitch, tiny. He's less of a bitch than he used to be. I put on a bitch on Tuesday, bitch on Wednesday, Fridays. He's a bitch on Sunday, super ding dong mega bitch. We could go back and big 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 bitch. Um diddle 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 um diddle I what? Rick Anderson's a bitch. He's a stupid fucking bitch. <laughs> wow, man, I'm just taking a beating on this one. Oh, biggest bitch in the whole wide world. Yeah, yeah I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm gonna get put in the bitch chair again. <laughs> bitch chair, <laughs> baby. Any bear, any chair you sit in is a bitch chair. Oh man, <laughs> you guys, listen to this shit. I know, I'm, I'm, I'm editing all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good. It's gonna be 25 minutes of oh. Rick Rick responding to things, and that's it. No, it's I'm gonna, gonna be every every time we use the word bitch in relation to him it's gonna be like you're great <laughs> you're great god you're such a little great well rick is great he's really great he's really great in the whole wide great <laughs> anyway good night dave 
Good night, Dave. Yes, every day is Dobie a Dick Day. Good night, Dave. Good Mike, Dave. There we go. That's right. And Good Mike, um, I love you all. Bye bye. Bye, baby. The Beer Plus Three podcast features Jeff Swatman, Rick Anderson, Bree Edwards, and occasionally Mike Zamora, David Brown, and Brandon Longwell. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus Three on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and any other mystical realms where finer podcasts frolic. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. And yeah. The problem is, is that there are people that really do legitimately need these animals for emotional support. And I'm not talking people that just like, oh, my avocado turned brown too early, so I need to pet my dog. No, I'm talking people that have like legitimate, like legitimate concerns. Anxiety, bipolar, right? People that literally can't function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That was. I think as as. I think the avocado defense is going to stick. I th- yeah, I think as, as far as hypothetical situations, you know, that those one, are not that cheap. One, you know. <laughs> That's an investment when you right. buy an avocado. It really ones? is. It's a, big ones? It's a yeah. major investment. It is. Official like sanctioned licensing. We're going to podcast and then we're going to play Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm going to attack the darkness. People that need them. My name's Paladin Todd. I know, I saw your not, Paladin not Todd. Not Todd, Paladin Todd. Paladin Todd. We're going to call you PT. Oh, is that actually his part of his Paladin name? Todd. Please tell me he's a cleric. And I'm gonna sing, I thought about it, but I actually said he's I'm a I'm totally Paladin. singing the Todd song. Todd, 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 Todd. As long as you're gluten free, he does not care. That's You've never seen Mom and Dad Save the World? It's a, a great movie. Oh, the the uh, uh, there we go. Now we all have attention. Oh, this podcast. We were solving the world's problems one beer at a time. We haven't even started one beer at a time yet. Well, yeah, but we're on top of the game. I'm calling Netflix, and that's going to be my new uh, um, 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 late night uh, uh, soap opera is one beer at a time. <laughs> Well, this since is a soap I, opera called One Day at a Time. Since I have a cutoff time, I suggest we yep, let Jeff do, do his inimitable intro. Do uh, it, yeah, Jeff. There is people. What? Do it, huh? Jeff. What? Do hey. your thing. God Tell me it. what you like about me. <laughs> I saw the sign. It's a day of mutilation. Hey, Brandon, will you plunge Dave. that? Plunge it. Dave. Hard. Hard. Yeah. Oh. oh, God. Wow. Plunge it. Plunge that R2 unit. I have, <laughs> plunge it hard. I have the weirdest the boner. To my R2. Oh, that's not a weird one. I'll show you a weird boner. You, <laughs> you haven't seen it, but yeah. All right. All I'm just right. going to go ahead and start this thing now that we have everyone's attention. And little girls are shutting up. Um, all right.